What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Blush Podcast. It is the new year, and this is the second episode of the new year, I guess. Um, but first episode for us to record. Um, before we get into this episode, I feel like I need to give a big, big, big disclaimer that this episode is entirely about the new movie that's on Disney Plus called Soul by Pixar. Please, if you have not watched it, go watch it first and then come back so you can hear all of our thoughts, our takeaways. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm really excited because I'm sure we've all had very different takeaways from this movie because I feel like there's just so much to unpack. So, yeah. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it first, then come back. I'm really curious if when you come back, you, you notice some of the things, same things as us. Or if you didn't notice some of, if you notice something different, when we post the, when we post about it on our Instagram, please go comment what you've noticed. I would, we would love to hear what y'all think. This was a spectacular movie. Pixar nailed it again. Love it. Um, so I watched it for the first time last night. Now, Keys and Sarah have watched it both a couple of times. So what did y'all think? Clearly, y'all really liked it. So what are y'all's initial points and, like, like things that you enjoyed? You want to go first? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to say, um, well, it, I think it came out on Christmas, I believe. I think. Yeah, I watched I think it so. whatever day it dropped. My boyfriend. Yes, that's what I'm calling him now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, do you want to watch this movie? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Because we had just watched Shark Tale. So we were like, okay, a new animated movie. Boom, we watched it. And I'm like, oh, that was cute. But like, I totally felt that there was a deeper meaning. And I wasn't really paying attention. So I'm like, I need to watch it again. So then I watched it again. And I'm like, oh, this is serious. But I still didn't really pay attention the way that I wanted to. So then I watched it a third time at my friend's house. And this time I like really paid attention. And I was like, whoa. Like, aside from just like the message, just the animation and like how yeah. far advanced we've become with like the way we animate movies and how realistic it looked and like just like the trees moving in the wind and like the different sparks and like it was amazing it was so good it's so good <laughs> that's initial reaction what about you sarah um okay i think you guys thought i watched it more than once which i didn't so i watched it one time okay. yeah i watched it one time um and i watched it with my family my cousins, my uncle, my sister. So I was watching it with little kids and I looked at them and was like, do you understand this? And then my cousin, he's about 12. And he was thinking that the purpose at the end for uh, the main character was to get like his moment at the piano like you know how he never that that didn't fulfill him I think my little cousin was really confused about that yeah and I tried to explain to him you know it's about living in the moment and I and, and when I was explaining that to him I realized I was like oh my god this movie is so deep compared to other Pixar films that I've watched and especially that my cousin is watching because for him he's younger and he's yeah. like 
you know, we had that career talk and I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he's like, I want to be like a soccer player and like all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's literally like, I don't think he understood the movie because he's like, I just can't wait until like I become a soccer player and I'm a soccer star. And I'm like, that's great. But like, you need to enjoy the moments now and like all the small things. But of course, like he's younger and hopefully he'll understand later. But I loved the movie. Like he said, the animation is like, crazy good i love the two different worlds and just they're totally opposite yes (laughs) whenever yes like in the quote i guess real life um it's very busy it it almost reminds me like i'm in i'm in new york is that where it took place it's based on queens yeah like a very very accurate depiction of queens yes very like hustle bustle and then in the before that what is it called the before the before yeah is that just what it's called the before yeah it's just so simple and so clean and I just oh the animation was just amazing I loved it I I like the split in half people yes 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 I loved I really loved the way they just like in general depicted I guess like this like beings also in the before and like the after this Mm -hmm. I I thought it was just such an interesting thing, mainly because it gave them so much potential with, like, animating the way they move, like, they move, like, Terry when he has to go down to Earth, like, the way he's, like, going about moving there, he's just a line, you know what I mean? He's literally like a doodle that's just being moved around, and I thought that was just such a fascinating thing, Um, and I loved, and and I loved the fact that they had something called the before, because I think oftentimes when we think about, like, outside of the living realm or whatever we just think of the after and we know like we think of what happens after we pass away and like those type of things and and they didn't really focus on that at all like i mean in reality they just so hey if you go down this bridge you're gonna see a light and that's where you go right that was the entire like they didn't focus on that at all and i think it's because maybe 90 percent of 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 uh of depictions of this type of world is showing like you know a good place or you know not so great place but here they actually put a lot of dedication into a very neutral place which was the before how how souls come to be i guess and it was really cute the whole way they they showed personalities being developed and i just thought that was really interesting because it's just it was very unique and the only and one thing i want to point out was they said it this place lives outside of time and space or whatever and I don't know if y'all watched The Good Place. Have y'all watched the TV show oh, The Good I Place? Love it. I thought of The Good Place too when I was watching this. Do you remember by any chance when um you remember how at the beginning of that show they said, Oh, the guy who figured out it all was called Jeremy Jeremy Barramy or something? Yeah. And they showed that his like his uh and they or or not Jeremy Barramy or whatever, something like they said that the way the way space works is the way his name is written, but and I'm like, okay, I looked at it and I was like, oh, but the eye, like the little pe- dot above the eye is the before place because it lives outside of time oh, and space. Yeah. It was so good. It was so, so good. And I love the music. I loved the music in it. Oh, it was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. Um, but you speaking of the good place reminds me of, I guess they share very similar meanings, right? I love how they didn't focus on, in soul, they did not focus on the afterlife and what is life after death. And in the good place as well, they, they showed the afterlife as just walking into pretty much something that the viewer cannot see. 
Mm-hmm. And the whole meaning of both of the shows are kind of like, death is what makes life that we have right now more meaningful. Mm-hmm. And that to me changed my outlook. Like, especially during quarantine, like going through all of these epiphanies in my life, like that was one of them that I will like never forget. And honestly, an epiphany that I'm going to bring out throughout my life. Yeah. Right. I feel like the reason why I watched it so many times is because I knew that there was like a meaning and there was this one quote in the movie basically where, um, honestly, I really don't know what's the name of the man in the movie. I just call him Jamie Foxx because that's the voice <laughs> of the person. So like throughout the movie, I'm like, look at Jamie. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you remember the actual character's name? Um, you know, it starts with a G, Mr. Mr. G was what they called him yeah. throughout the movie. I, I kind Fox. of yeah. <laughs> um, basically, he says like he basically goes, "Wait, I was just about to find out like she was just about to find out her purpose or whatever." He basically he said purpose, and then that's when the people in the Beforeland were like, "Well, what's with the, you and these adults always thinking that your spark is your purpose? Like that's not what it is. Like is that what you really sat here thinking that?" Um, 22 was about to find her purpose and then he just kind of it kind of just like the first few times the first first time I like heard it and I was like okay I didn't pay attention I'm like that's why I want to watch it again and so the last time I finally like let it sink in yeah and I was just like I get it now and then basically they were saying like your spark is pretty much just like the things that make you happy in life it's just like the going outside and breathing the fresh air it's painting. It's not always like, okay, you enjoy painting. It doesn't mean that you were meant to be and your purpose in life is to be this like painter Picasso. And I feel like that's kind of the world that we've slowly adapted to being with everyone trying to like brand themselves. And it's just like, I'm good at acting. So like now I'm an actress and like my life purpose is to be the greatest actress in the whole wide world. It's just like, why can't we just enjoy our hobbies for what they are? that's literally your it's like literally so like you remember when he was it literally oh my god that's literally what i was thinking when he was talking to the des i think was the bartender and remember how like he was talking to them um and and he was he had always assumed that des had always wanted to be a bartender uh, not bartender sorry a barber and he always wanted to be a barber and that was his like life purpose but then we find out that actually he wanted to be a veterinarian but then um because of something with his son he went over and switched over but he doesn't feel any like less joy than he would if he was a vet like he feels so much joy because he enjoys for example the experience of communicating with people that are in his chair that like when he's doing their hair and like that whole thing and and, like when I was watching that I was thinking that's so it's such a beautiful such a simple but like beautiful way of putting it because it kind of allows people to be limitless you know what I mean like that you're allowed to change that you're allowed to grow you know what I mean like Absolutely. I, I was so happy with that. I was so happy. I was like, oh my God. Because I've had moments where I was like, oh my God, I'm not doing what I'm meant to do. And I just felt like so caged in because I thought this I'm meant to do XYZ. So that was really, 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 really nice. Have you guys had those moments in your life where you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this thing, but you decided not to do it. And at the end of the day, you're glad, even though you did jo- enjoy doing one thing? Yes. Like that's kind of my life. And it fits in with the New Year's episode because like I was talking about last time, you know, 
I've always thought that my career was my everything and that if once I reach my career and once I hit that high point in my career mm-hmm. that it would be you know end all like I will finally be happy and it's like that's not true and I think we're in like this capitalist society that kind of embeds within us that our career is everything and you know the salary that we make and the status that we hold in the eyes of others you know is something that we should prioritize up there you know what I mean and so just when you realize that it's not true um and that once you you do start getting all of these status symbols and all that it doesn't truly make you happy because in the movie at the end after he finally got his moment um playing with the jazz player I love I fucking love this part where he comes out and he he tells Dorothea Williams that's her name the famous jazz player so now what and she goes well we come back tomorrow and we play again and he was like well for some reason why did I feel like this was like, I was going to feel different. And she Mm. tells this kind of fable of the two fish swimming in the ocean. Yes. And one, one asked the other or an adult fish, you know, I'm trying to find the ocean. Where is the ocean? And she says, you know, honey, this is the ocean. And I was just like, Oh, Oh. And then, but then the, the, then the adult fish is like, but this is water. And she was like, yeah the ocean exactly yeah yeah that was so good what what, what do you think he's um the very very i don't even know if you guys like noticed this part but when i saw it the third time i was like (laughs) (laughs) it was like the very end when um the counter i'm sorry i do like suck at remembering names but the who was the line man oh terry yes Terry. terry um he was like uh they gave him a second chance um mr g was able to get a second chance and then he was doing the count and doing the count yeah. and then they were like so how are we gonna set the count right and then basically jerry was like don't worry about it we'll we'll figure it out so then they distracted him they're like terry um look left and like he looked left and then they quickly just like went like this and fixed the count yeah 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 and like for me that part kind of like showcased how easy it is to like change your life path yes you know, mm-hmm. i've seen the movie the adjustment bureau i don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie it sounds um, familiar but i've seen it it's like your life is set out for you you kind of have this whole journey that you can't really change things are supposed to happen the way that they are but like in this movie it kind of showed you how easy you able are to like rewrite what should have happened to you and just like one small thing you were given a second chance boop, and now yeah. everything's totally different he's living a whole new life and i was like wow you really do have the capability to rewrite your future. Yeah. I know. And and that reminds me too that I was thinking after I watched the movie, I was like, it was so easy for them to set things right. And there's no external antagonist except for himself. Like it was him. He was the bad guy. Yeah, he was his own well, bad guy. Yeah. Terry was a bad guy too. <laughs> Terry yeah. was Terry was like just so, doing his job, doing his job, yeah, and I'm like, yo, Terry, chill, bro. Like the dude, <laughs> like leave him all alone. Yeah, yeah, no, that was there was. What did you guys think? This was something that I thought was really fascinating. Was um, what did you guys think about the whole lost soul concept? Like, okay, wait, first let's break it down. What did y'all think? Or like, have y'all? You know how they were talking about getting in the zone. And they were showing this kind of like trance, like this like being in this like trance state of like 
like experience or whatever. Have y'all experienced that? That's going to be my first question because I'm going to follow it up with something else. Have y'all experienced that? Um, I mean, not so dramatic as they make it in the movie, but I guess it's just like the simple things of when I'm just enjoying myself and I'm just living in the moment and like not really caring. Um, I don't dance that much, but like I can kind of acquaint that feeling too when you're listening to music in your room and you're kind of just yes. dancing and you're dancing crazy and you don't Do care. There's no one just here. You're just, you're just dancing and you're vibing. And I feel like that's just what happens. In the movie, they made it like really dramatic and it just seems so out of place for people to be feeling this way. But like, that's just how we should always feel when we're doing things that we like to do, you know, in the yeah. moment. I feel mm-hmm. you. What about you, Sarah? Um, well, okay. So my cousins and I, we take a, a year trip, like once a year trip, so an annual trip somewhere. And it will be somewhere like the Grand Canyon. I think we're going to the Yosemite next because growing up, we never got to go to do outdoorsy things we'd always go to the city I guess because my parents grew up in Vietnam all of them did and so Mm -hmm. when they came here we were like we don't want to go do rural quote rural things that's what they thought and now we love the outdoors and I look forward to that trip once a year and when I'm there I'm 100% present I enjoy being 100% present it's not as uh I guess I don't transcend like yeah like you were describing as like transcending I guess it's not as strong like he said as they made it look in the movie but in that moment you know when I'm just out in nature like I love it and I truly feel present and I feel like that is the goal of like what the movie's trying to say is that when you are present it you do feel like you're transcending into a like a different world or like a different realm yeah, I I definitely like when I saw that I understood what it meant because for me and I so one thing my friends all my friends who are af- athletes have always dis- discussed this I, this place called the zone that when they get into the zone it's like everything else fades away and I've had only a few instances when I felt that it's not I haven't felt it many at times but I remember like the one time I did I was I was a uh, I was on stage and I was, I was performing, I was playing guitar and I was singing and I was like in my, like, and I got into a place where I, I, I remember so distinctly feeling like I looked up and there was no one around and I was just alone. And it was so weird. And I, I remember thinking, I, maybe I was having, I thought I had a mental breakdown, but I remember feeling like, like, I, I remember looking up and I saw nobody and I was just like, there's nobody here. And so I just had more freedom. I felt less like judgment. So I like, I feel like it kind of, I, I think it was really interesting the way they brought about this concept because from there they went into the whole lost soul thing, right? And how like, it's so easy to get so like obsessive with, let's say a task to the point when you are losing yourself in the process. And they showed it really nicely with a, what, like this head, head fund do head fund man hand head. Oh my God. Hedge fund manager cannot speak. And how like, he's like, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell. And he turned into this like really scary sand monster that was so frightening and so terrifying. And um, I mean, what did you guys think of that? Like how the way they presented it and the fact that they were made out of sand, I thought that was really interesting. And I know I was very much on purpose. What did y'all think of that? Um, so throughout the movie, me and my friend were trying to figure out, <clears throat> sorry, we we're trying to figure out like how, and again, this was before life, but we were trying to like place how old 22 was, like what yeah. was she and like who she was. So we concluded that 22 was like, I think we said she was 15. That's what we said, the age, like 15, like sophomore year. And like, 
I guess it's when, I mean, personally, I had a terrible like sophomore year. I guess I would consider myself a lost soul at that time. And like the feeling of just like all these outside people trying to like tell you who you are and you not knowing who you are. And like, you just get so wrapped up in your thoughts. Like aside from it, just being wrapped up in a task, just like your thoughts of like, what do I do? Who am I? Am I doing this right? And then you got people telling you like, no, you suck at this and you suck at that. And you just feel really, really lost. So I was like able to resonate with that exact moment of just feeling like, like, oh, like nobody talked to me. I just want to like be by myself. But then that makes it worse because then you're just like by yourself in your thoughts. And it just gets even worse than that, especially yeah. if your thoughts are negative. It's a snowball but effect. It's just terrible. So like I felt that part. I promise you. My friend was like, are you feeling this part? Kiara said, yes, <laughs> it's hitting me right here in my chest. Yeah. Yeah. The I thought it was really interesting because it was almost like it was close to I don't know like a similar feeling as like hell. Then I know that like they weren't talking about an afterlife at all, but it was almost like these people are dead, but they're still alive. But like (laughs) dead, but they even got to live. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So it's like it almost reminds me of people on Earth who are dead in their soul, but like Mm. clearly still alive. And that's what it was reminding me of. And, like, I grew up Asian American, and so a lot of the adults that I know came over here looking for the American dream, Mm -hmm. you know, working their asses off so hard. And at the end of the day, like, they don't get home until 10 sometimes, you know, working so hard. And it – I hope my parents don't listen to this, but (laughs) it, like – sadly reminds me of a lot of the adults that I know in my life that's, like, their souls are not being fulfilled and, like – you know, there's so much positive energy in the universe that, like, they could be, um, accepting, but, you know, like, their mindsets are, are rejecting those positive things into their life, and that's what it was reminding me of when I was watching it. Yeah, I feel you 100%. I was, when I was watching, like, that moment, because it was kind of saying that, like, the, the lost souls, for the most part, were living people that were just, like, being trapped in this, like, cycle of abuse towards themselves, and, I remember watching that and I like, I definitely resonated it because I've struggled with like depression and I've just, I've struggled with my own like anxieties. And I, I, I remember so distinct, like there was, it literally brought me back to last, not like fall 2019 because fall 2019, I was struggling with some traumas that I had incurred, had incurred and I was working two jobs and I was going to school full time. So I would wake up at 4am and I would come back home and go to bed at 1am. And I was doing it because I wanted to basically forget and ignore how I was feeling. I thought, okay, if I overwork myself, then I'm not going to actually think about how sad I am. I'm not going to actually think about how like much my, my, my pain hurts and like, you know what I mean? And my whole life, and I always say I'm a, I'm a, I consider myself a very happy person, but this was a really dark time for me. And, and I was watching and I just felt like I felt I really understood that because I think for at least a good four or five months, I was just trapped in this cycle of like almost like a slave to my emotions. And like, I felt like I was, I was so much meaner to everyone. I was so angry. I was so hateful of the world. And, and that's like what these monsters looked like. But one thing I really, I think, and again, like it was just such beautiful writing and just ideas on all parts of uh, people who are working on this movie was that they made, they made these, I guess, um, lost souls, monsters out of sand and like, kind of like those like 
Play-Doh sands where you, where you can form it and change into different shapes. And the beautiful thing about sand is that it just washes away. It can always wash away. Sand isn't concrete. It isn't, it isn't, you know, it's not even wood and woods, woods not even fully concrete. If you get some water in it, it starts, you know, so I was, I was really happy that they made it. They did put it in a sense that like, there is a moment when you're there, you have, it doesn't matter how hard life can be or how often you can get in that, like that obsessive cycle of, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need this. Like there is a chance for you to come up for air and that sand to just like actually fade away and wash away. So I thought that was such a, like a beautiful way of presenting. You know what I mean? Right. It also kind of just showcased how when we go through things like this, we shut people out and we like lash out on other people and are like very aggressive, like don't talk to me. And you just run away from everything, not just your problems, just anyone that could have possibly helped you like talk through the way that you're feeling. You just like run away and you push them away. I think it was like beautifully pictured in the film. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing was great. The whole. Yeah, Sarah. Sorry. I was going to say the, the sand and I know we keep talking about the sand, but <laughs> it, it, it makes everything feel so much more temporary um, and like those bad moments temporary and anyone struggling with mental health issues, which I feel like a lot of people have been there. They need to watch this movie because um, it kind of relieves like this pressure that right. I know that being present is also a theme of the movie, but it's also that everything is temporary. And like these moments that you feel so down or like you feel like this is it and this is how it's going to be forever. Um, the movie really pinpoints that that is not true because even in the end, you know, Mr. G, he totally turns his life around and it's possible for anyone to do. Yeah. And I, 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 oh my God, I literally agree. I cannot agree with you more. It's, the movie itself was just so just so well written. Um, and weirdly enough, I even like the fact that we didn't really learn what happened to 22 after, you know. Because they, they want to make her. a part two. They want us to tune in for this. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> but even if they don't even if they don't make a part two, let's say they don't make a part two, it was really nice because it, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? What happened to 22. Yeah. It was all about like that journey. So I guess, um, you know, before we start wrapping up, what would be, I guess, some of your, like, what was some, like, is there anything like you guys really want to specifically call out of it that you really enjoyed or didn't even, or maybe you didn't love about this movie before we wrap it up? Um, overall, the movie still had a great sense of humor. Like, there was parts yeah. that I was laughing. Like, it was serious, but it was funny. The funniest part to me was when he was trying, when she was describing, like, and this is the world that, like, before they jump into the world, that's the portal that sends them to Earth. And he was like, oh, really? Really? And then she, like, looked left, and he was gone. He was running, trying to quickly, like, get yes, in. Yes, that was funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> I honestly laughed every single time. And then he just kept trying to jump in, then he would pop up, and then she was like, Oh, you got lost again, silly. Come on along. She didn't even realize he was trying to run away. <laughs> or she did, but she was like, it's okay. You do. It doesn't matter what you try. You're going nowhere. <laughs> so I loved the sense of humor throughout the movie. And there is other small funny parts. I like thought of something funny when you guys were talking, but I forgot like They were it. slapping each other. And like, I don't feel anything. But she just kept on slapping. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? That's funny. Um... I, I feel like we've touched on all the things I want to. Um, you can go first, and then I'll try to think. But if not, I okay. like conversation. I Yeah, I, I think the only thing is, like, my final th- I point, or, like, not even point, just, like, something that really, like, 
I just kind of like left the movie realizing like, like we talked about the spark at the beginning, like spark ne- doesn't necessarily mean purpose. It's just the things that make you want to be alive, the things that make you excited about life. And um, that can literally be anything from having a good slice of pizza, from listening to a good song, from having an interesting conversation with somebody. It's because like life is life isn't one like specific one secular thing life itself is just a culmination of small moments that make it pretty and like even remember like this is something really interesting that they did was remember when they were showing his life at the first at the beginning of uh like the gallery of his life and he goes oh like what's all this and and they made a good point. And I wanted, I rewatched the scene because I wanted to double check. And, and uh, 22 said, oh, but you made this gallery. And it was the way he viewed it. He viewed his life. Whereas at the end of the movie, remember, he went back and he really like, viewed his whole life. And it was full of those like so special sweet moments from when he was like watching the fireworks with his family to like small laughs that he's had. And like that just indicates that when he does show the gallery again, it would be completely different you know so like that's 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 what i took away and i was like that's just such a such a such a simple but super sweet message okay that actually reminds me something perfect (laughs) okay so who was the director of this it was oh my gosh what's his name i just looked him up okay pete doctor okay Mm -hmm. i remember reading an article from pete doctor about this movie and he kind of brought it to life for me I find it really hard to watch like cartoon or animated films and then mm-hmm. films that's over <laughs> animated movies um because I can't bring it to life but in this article he talks about how this this movie was for him and all the animators and their real life problems and their real life troubles and you see that because there is no like I said real external antagonist Terry kind of, but also the man was just doing his job, you know. <laughs> and so it brought it to life for me. And I was thinking, how do I begin to transform my own life and get to a point where I can live presently more? And for me, that's been meditation that like I've been doing a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and just breathing and like remembering where I am. And I know that it... it it's hard. I've realized a lot of times because I'll be at work and, you know, I work in a restaurant, so everything's so fast paced. And I just like, I'll get frustrated very easily if a customer comes in and like they're bitching or, you know, someone gets something wrong. And I just, I have to remember to reach that point of just kind of zoning all the noise out and remembering like what's truly important and like, you know, scanning my body down like intentionally I know that sounds weird but just like reminding myself where I am and like my breathing and stuff and that's helped for me uh what has helped for you guys I wanted to know um I would say I also do meditation every day I started doing it like during quarantine to help you know fit like calm my nerves so meditation but I think also meditation doesn't necessarily like like it's what you describe like just going into yourself and like you know, like getting yourself, I guess, like in order or whatever, because I know some people don't, don't have that, like can't really sit down and like hum for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I think like just some sort of like calmness of meditation. That's for me personally. 
Well, so I've also learned because I'm a part of a like breath work meditation studio and there's this one class that I take and it's called like breath is creative or create with your breath. I don't know. But anyway, it made me realize that like meditation doesn't always have to be you like sitting in silence like this breathing. Like she kind of encourages us while we're breathing, like become aware of our breath, but then partake in a creative activity like Mm. drawing or painting while you're conscious of your breath. And so like there's various ways you can like find this like calmness to you. And so that's why I like to paint. I consider that my form of meditation. So that's what I'm that's that's amazing that's beautiful but i do have one last comment about yeah. the movie wait I, for, I was remembering it when sarah was talking um my comment about the movie is give me like 30 seconds to think about this um, no worries i can always edit out the oh yes um so again talking about the spark and pretty much when she explained what it meant to get the badge the badge didn't mean that you would found out your purpose the badge merely meant that you were ready to live yeah and i was like I get it now. Just are yeah. you ready to live, Sarah? Are you ready to live, Alice? Yep. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I was watching this I when I caught off when I got on the subway today, I was like I was literally thinking about the movie. I was like, "You know what? This is a beautiful moment right now. I'm just listening to some music. I see some beautiful people around me. We're all doing our thing." I was like, I, that's how I was like, "Oh my god, okay. All right. All right, movie, I see you." Um, yeah. It's a great movie. That's a question to the audience. Are you ready to live? Are y'all ready to live? And we're saying taking that as yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So with that, um, that was, I really enjoyed this conversation because I think, you know, analyzing movies, especially with such like depth is you get to learn more things and, you know, here and it's just it's just nice to have this type of dialogue so anyway so thank you guys so much for listening um please 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 uh when it like in general if y'all have any suggestions for movies you guys want want us to talk about especially because we obviously like how we always do we're relating it back to our like lives in college and whatever if you guys have anything specifically you want us to talk about please you know you can comment them or message them um on our social media it's going to be down below uh, thank you again for listening and you know I hope that you know I hope you know what your spark is but I also hope that you just enjoy just enjoy the day enjoy the, the small things um, and you know just have just have fun life life is about having fun so have fun um, thank you again you know Keys and Sarah for being my fabulous beautiful co-hosts I love y'all so much and uh, bye guys have a good one Bye. Bye. We love you too.